Covino and Rich. Every second of your show is pure greatness. So how do they select a best of the week? What do you want to do? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. What do you want to do? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. What do you want to do? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter to me. What do you want to do? Whatever's the best. I think it's all good. What about that conversation about butt cheek size? Which one? The one from Tuesday? We had like three of them. How about we just like shoot for it? Can we flip a coin, Spot? Covino and Rich's best of the week. You're not going to put Rich talking about The Bachelor on there, right, Spot? Don't do that. Please don't do that. Only on Faction Talk 103. You know, there's always like a, a thought or like a something that comes up every so often on our show throughout the years. The yes. same conversations come up. Yeah. It's just natural. Every yeah. year or so, like someone will bring up, hey, you guys ever think of this? I'm like, yeah, but we'll readdress it because why not, right? Right. New Year's listening all the time. We probably haven't talked about it in a while. So, yeah, why hey, not? Hey, guys, this ever happened? Or you ever think of this? For some reason, without fail, at least once a year, someone will post something online or make a reference to you and I. I wonder if Kavino and Rich could change the oil in their car. I saw someone post this and, on our and, car page. And this is like a, every year, Jake, Jake, every year, I'd say, once a year, there's like a big thread that gets thousands of posts and comments on. And I'm just so amazed that in 2018, there's still an emphasis and still some type of like... It's the uh, barometer of manhood for a lot of people. Like, what, how is that? How does that become? I mean, because it was like the barometer of like what every guy should know. You know, it's like... But that's changed, I think, a little bit. Like but, that but, should no but, longer but be. But I was the... just amazed at the comments that people had and how, pe- you know, you're amazed sometimes what people are passionate about. Hi. Yeah, like Greg Barron and Candy. Who knew? But Who knew? I, I'm, for me, I'm fascinated why why guys think the ability and changing the oil in your car is is one of the staples of manliness, and why. Someone would a want to change the oil in their car. Yeah. B why like. Uh oh, Spot's gonna disagree with you. No. You're about to fart on no, his whole thought. No. You I, know. To me, it's like isn't like the idea of change your own oil to me seems like sort of like. Let me tell you. A hobo move. No, 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 no. Unless no, you're no. a guy that, and I made this clear when I responded. Unless your hobby is restoring old cars and that's your thing. Like, and you you have a big property and back by your garage and driveway, you're re you My know hobby hole. Yeah, no, you're uh, you know what you're doing. You're you're putting back together an old classic car with your dad or your kid, or that's your hobby. And you're like, well, I'm changing the oil and doing this. But if you have a newer car, why the fuck would you think changing your oil? Well, you could say changing your tire. You know, they all go along the same line of like, what type of man are you? No, no, no. Hold on. Ch- I think changing a tire is a necess- is a necessity. Yeah, changing a tire is something you might be in a jam and have to do. But then again, we discussed this before. Some cars. Don't have spares anymore. In fact, oh, what does the stats say? Down. What did the stats say? Fifty percent of cars are over fifty yeah. percent of cars don't have a spare now. It takes and, up uh, unnecessary gas yeah, mileage because with you know trying to, to increase gas mileage, they they cut weight wherever they can, and and the spare tire is a big thing. Look up that exact number because I know it was more than fifty percent of new cars don't have a spare, and a lot of cars have run flats, which will allow the tire to run. Enough miles for you to get to a gas station or a service center. So the idea of stopping on the side of the road or changing your tire, first of all, most don't even have a spare tire. And Let's B, see. if you have a run flat, that's like a tire you have to order from your dealership and car. You can't. It's not like what you can't just put a donut on your fucking new car most of the time. Twenty-eight percent of twenty seventeen model year vehicles don't have spares. 
So anyway, to give this some context, the question came up again yesterday. Like, what are the um, what's the over under? Rich and uh, Cavino can't change the oil on the car. As a as a question of our man manliness, and, and, and to me, I, I was like, it. I was, but it's an older school sort and of mindset. Twenty percent of people don't know how to change a tire. Well, I look at it this way: changing a tire, you should know how to do. But I bet you most I people. I had to do it uh, like six months ago when I was home, and my mom, I was using my mom's car, and her tire went flat. Oh man! I had to change it on a dark road in, in like ten degree weather. But I'm saying, I think changing a tire is a skill we all. Would figure out and know how to do. It's not hard. You have a jack. You know you you, you know where the base under your car is, where you could jack up your See, car. If you don't even, if a lot of people don't know that, and like just you can't not just knowing jack up that your fact, car, you'll break the frame of your car. You need to find yeah, the just the, not knowing the fact of where the jack goes is a huge thing. But I'm saying, like changing a tire, I think is a bozo thing. Yeah, you might you might then once you change your tire. Yeah, take it to the local gas station. Be like, hey, can you just make sure this is right, or to your dealership. But I think most people. Would have that have nice tires. You have the rims and everything. I don't think. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you, you can't just take a spare tire and think that you're the man. You could probably fix it if you need to on an older car, but changing your oil to me, I want to hear from you guys because for some reason I could list a hundred things that make you more manly than changing your fucking. I will. Oil. I will say this, and and I do get on you, and not that it matters, but not knowing how to drive a stick. Why? It goes along the same thought. For rich, it's like who fucking has stick? Why? Why is it necessary why, anymore? Why on what earth? If you, what why if you need to earth? commandeer deer a vehicle and it's what, only during a manual what, transmission during a zombie apocalypse? These, are, you know, like you know what's a rich is right. That's basically obsolete, in, 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 especially in his world. In my world, Spock, can you teach me how to siphon gas in case a zombie apocalypse happens? And uh, much like a uh, Megan or Rick Rhymes, I have to siphon gas. Siphoning gas is easy. Just blow it, blow just, into the tube. And no, you, you suck. You don't in, blow. You suck. You suck. No, but don't you blow in first? You just then you just let it go, and then the flow yeah. goes. It's like siphoning a fish tank. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're a fish. See, see? See, I'm a fish guy. But you know what? It goes to this point. For every guy that knows how to fucking change the oil, guess what? I know some shit that you don't know. I know. That's what's so dumb about the whole thing. It's like someone's like, wow, I bet Kavino and Rich don't know how to change oil. I know how to clean a fish tank. Kavino and Rich don't know how to change their oil. And I'm like, yo, there's a hell of a lot of things that I know that you don't know, but I don't understand why the whole Here's gauge of manliness... And by the way, that's what it is. It's like, I think it's uh, a lot of people chimed in with like, well, that's manly. And I'm like, manly? And then people started shitting on Jiffy Lube. I have no problem. I don't hate or love Jiffy Lube. But I feel like a lot of new cars, it comes covered with your dealership. Jiffy Lube a is lot of like, it's like the TSA screening you at the airport. It's like people that have minimal training to change the oil in your car and are just like, all right, let me oh, do it. I'm sure, Which it's, is I'm more sure it's a multi I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a multi-million dollar company because they're all so terrible and they can't be trusted. I mean, there it is. but you get what I'm saying? Like, if Jiffy Lube was so bad, and I've oh, never gone to Jiffy Lube. Your car needs a, uh, you, you need special uh, uh, engine detergent. Your car's the, 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 the supercuts of, uh, of of oil changes. It's like taking your car to supercuts. Yeah, it really I, is. I know, but that's what he's saying. I know, I, 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 I'm I, a fan of Manny Moen Jack and bro, Jiffy and bro, all those guys. Never went to Pep Boys, never went to, uh, never went to Jiffy Lube, never went to any of these places. But I will say, they wouldn't be multi-million dollar big companies. Weed Lube. If... Weed lube. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about weed lube, not Jiffy lube. <laughs> but I don't understand where the whole changing your Earl makes well, it's you the same the mentality man. of of the guy. There's one guy in particular that hits us up all the time too. He's like, "You guys don't even know what AR-15 stands for." Armalite. It's like, hey, you know what? High five to you, buddy. Um, I don't get it. Hey, I don't yeah, know. I, I, and then Rich's rebuttal was, 
Yeah, but I have money in my 401k. Doesn't that matter more? I know how to balance <laughs> no, a checkbook. No, no, Isn't no, that no, important? No, 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 you but I'm no. independent. No, you, you did see, say that. No, and see, I agree no, with you. There you go. There but you I, go. What do you mean there I go? I agree no, with you. You said it in an arrogant way. I never said, I have money in my 401k. I said, when it comes to But I agree skills, with you. No, I said, when it comes to what skills make you a man, I said... Well, I don't know. How about managing your money? How about uh, how about par- how about how about I s- my thought was when it comes to what makes someone a man, we talk about changing oil when we should be talking about hey, why don't we share some parenting tips? Can you, how can about you... we how about we share some investing habits? How about we how all about wear we... beast aftershave? That shit smells mainly. I mean, I think there is I think there is some not changing your oil cuz let me let me tell you something about changing your oil. None of us have the tools or the space to change our own oil. If we if we had a house in the middle of uh, you know how about the, the suburbs, time spot? it's not worth it. Hold on, if we had a house in the middle of the suburbs, mm-hmm. with a garage, you think I would change my own oil? Still, I still wouldn't change my own oil. But <laughs> you think I'm gonna get my hands dirty? Even then, hold on. Even then, you, want, you think I want to get shit under even these then, nails? Most people don't have the tools to change their own oil. Like, and what am I gonna wear while I change oil? Like, hold on, I'm a handy. Get son my of, clothes dirty. You know me. I'm a, you know me. I'm a handy <laughs> son of a bitch. You're, you're, man, a handsy, a handsy you're a handsy son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Thank you, Jake. You're like handy, you racist. Um, and I still, like, I could figure out how to do it. I've never changed my own oil. I'll admit it. I've never changed my own oil. I've never done it. But I could figure it out by following instructions because it's one of the easiest tasks to do. But it's like Dude. you have to fit. You have to fi- have the right tools. You have to get under your car. You have to get dirty. You have to Dude. dispose of the oil. No, There's is. just so much of a hassle involved. Anything could be, most things can be done with a little YouTube video or a Google search. And I'll tell you what, if I needed to change my own oil, I'm pretty sure I could do it. But you know what? I don't because. I love doing things on my own and changing my oil is not one of them. I, but I don't know where, I don't know where the equation is. You know what makes you a man? All right, what makes me a man? Providing for my family? No, no, no. Um, being kind to others? No, 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 no. Um, being a good dad? No, 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 no. Change in liquid in your engine. I love the list that Mauser made. Spot. Can you pull up that oh, thread? No, yeah, no, it's a funny. It's <laughs> it was a, yeah. funny. All the things that may, that, in his opinion, make you a man. He made like a facetious, sort of sarcastic Dang. list of things. Well, that's not very Mauser, is it? I thought it was funny. He's very, he's very Mauser. Can you find that spot? And by the way, we're, I can't. The phones are all lit, so this is clearly a passion topic. I just don't understand the fascination with. But it always comes back oil. to that. You right. know what? Here's what I'm gonna tell you: what every guy should know how to do. Whatever, you, girly man. Here's what every guy should know how to do. And I'll tell you this right now. Hmm. Every man has every man has kinks in his armor. No guy knows how to do everything a man should do. But when it comes to a car, all right, maybe spot right. Spot's right in the fact that I know I could I could move a car and drive a car that's stick, but I know that I'd probably stall out and it'd be conquer. I, I know how to drive a stick car, but I'd be ter- it would be embarrassing. I know I drive a stick, and I would probably still stall out. But you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I'm not I, that impressed, though. Yeah, but, 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 but it's, it's a useless skill, right? Forget that. The only thing you should be able to do as a man with a car is know how to change a tire. Not change a tire. Know how, just in case. Know that you need to find the, the you know where you put the jack, all that. And the other thing, what's the only other thing that you may need to do? Jumper cables. Just know how to put jumper cables on your car and the car that you're jumping. Yeah. That's it. Other than that... What are you doing? Come on. What are the other things we must it's know? Bad, good, good, bad. That's how you hotwire a car. Bad, good, good, bad. Yeah. Bad, pa. Bad good. negative, good negative. 
Good positive, bad positive. All right, let's go to the phones. 866-969-1969. I'm looking for Mazur. It always comes back to that well, no, for honestly, the, guys the, like us, Good, good luck finding the thing because I'm telling you, these are the type of posts that... these are the No, these are the, the spot. These are the type of posts that someone will post, and I'll check an hour later, and there's thousands of people responding, fighting back and forth. You're so proud some, of them. Yeah, but it's, you know what? Don't guy, be so proud of no, yourself. Some guy said... Not that awesome. Some you know guy what? said that I was a... Hold on. Liberal fucking Knowing snowflake because things, I didn't change my oil. And I'm like, how yeah. is that? Poli how are politics involved now? Knowing how to do things is not bad. Like, are you, the people that know how to change their own oil. Not saying it's bad, but is that brag worthy? I think it's a good skill to have. But is it brag worthy? Brag worthy? Yeah. I don't think it's brag worthy. But. but not something that you should like dog on other people who don't know oh, how to here's, here's, I think you, look I was I was very proud of myself that I downloaded Cody all by myself spot the other day I don't think it's bragworthy and I don't think it's anyone not. that could follow fucking step by step not. instructions because you work with, in the other what's funny because you still called me and asked me how to do something no, you I told said, me where to go and I said and I did Google it, it. right <laughs> but if it's a step by step thing like Rich said like I mean I I I, I think we're all capable of doing this. Um, not with something worth bragging see, about. And, and you know what? Some people are just, uh, they got shit in their ear holes. Like Glenwood Springs, Colorado. Hey, Rich, you know, some people enjoy working on vehicles. I know it's a crazy concept for you, which is why I started this conversation by saying what? That it's a great hobby for a for lot of people. for dirty people? You did. You said you don't want to get your nails dirty and you get your, your clothes yeah. are better than his. So that's for poor people. You did say something like that. You said that. poor people do their own. I don't own put words in your mouth. Something own. like that. That's what I heard. Poor people change their own. Want to talk but to no, people? The, the other thing I said. Uh, where, I, where I started the whole conversation by saying, I'm sure it's a great hobby for many to fix cars, and I get that completely. Oh, so, yeah. You said like the so, tinker with your kid and stuff. So, so maybe Glenwood should open their ears. Okay. So, again, here's where this comes from. Some some guy who started this the other day. Oh, let's started, give, let's, let's give, give him credit, credit spot because he started a thread with thousands of people responding. Kenneth Room. <laughs> Kenneth Room. Yeah, what's goes, up, Kenneth? What's the over under? What's that the frequency, the boys Kenneth? Don't know how to change their own Earl. One question mark. Over under meaning is the number over under one. Right. And I would say based on what he's saying, the uh, I mean none, I, uh, none of us. Uh, none. The three of us. Everyone some, have not done it. Under everyone then. thinks that I could do it. And you know what? I probably could. But I just never have. But hold on. But I'm a very handy we, we, person. We all could. But I don't think you could. All, th all three of us could. I don't think you could. Hey, bro, I installed the placenta the other day. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. What? Install yeah. the placenta. Yeah. On Cody. It. He put it back in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your illegal move. Plac placenta's the one that's working so the best. I so proud of myself. Days. But, you, Spot, but you I'm not get, bragging about Spot. it. But you had to call me to ask how to do it. Spot. All three of us could do it with an inst with instructions. I don't think any. All, I think all three of us wouldn't be able to do it without instructions. Yeah, you might be able to change your own oil spot, but don't you're not going to reference. Uh, you're not going to Google anything or YouTube anything. You think you could just straight up go? Car, cars also freak me out too. Out of family tragedy that involves cars, so I don't like. Okay. I don't, getting, I don't like getting under cars. Okay, so let's go to the phones and see what people have to say. Again, it's the barometer of manliness. Years ago. But Rich's point, I think, is not anymore. There's way more <laughs> important things to worry about. I think Do I think Donnie in Chicago is right. Oh, I found here. I found Donnie it. in Chicago is right. The person who posted that in the Carl's page went dummy fishing, caught Rich, and thousands of others. See yeah. you guys in Chicago on the road trip. Like Michael Mauser says, there's way more things that 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 prove your manliness. Like, I don't know, operating a chainsaw. Yes, I can. Do Ride that. a pissed off bull for more than seven seconds. A real bull or a mechanical? No, bull? a real bull. Spit oh. tobacco juice over twenty feet. No. Strike a match over your belt buckle. I've always that's, wanted to do that. Yeah, that's the one. No, brew I can a, do it on my shoe though. Brew a batch of shine. 
of shine. Moonshine, son of a bitch. Yeah, but you know, the strike a match over the belt buckle, really, that was yep. one. I, well, you know they make strike anywhere matches, right? Yeah, but over the belt buckle, I that's do it on the my, I do it on my, uh, my butt cheek. Jacob in Saw Island. Saw Island, uh-huh. hey. What's up, Tortoros? What's hey, up, man? Okay, let me break this down. First of all, you know, Kavir and Rich, I love you guys. I've been listening to you guys for a while. Rich, you're, you're cool. Thanks. For, for you not to know how to drive a stick, that's unacceptable. Now, hold up a sec. Hold up a second. I'll, yeah. I'll take it down to you. Yeah, good. It's not that we need to know this to because we're men. Because we're older now. So am I going to get my hands dirty? No, I have money at work. I'm going to have someone do it. But I know I could do it. So the whole deal, you should be able to know these things and do these things. And, yes, you're old enough, you can pay for it, but you should know how to drive a stick. You still have a boy named Mike. He calls his, father, his stepfather to, to help him hang up uh, hang up frame. That's unacceptable. We all make fun of him. We call him a huge pussy because he should know the basics of being a handyman. You should know the basics of... Of, of changing the tire, doing the battery thing. You should know the basics of driving the stick. That's unacceptable, rich man. Come on. I Listen, I said, where'd you grow up, by the way? Shoreline Island. He's a Long Island guy. To me, like growing up, growing up on Long Island and New York and living oh, in New York. Strong and, Island, not Salt no, Island. He's, oh, no, he's on Strong Island. <laughs> he's more man than me because I felt like growing up, if you grew up anywhere where there's like high traffic, like spot, as an adult, you were driving through Manhattan, through Hoboken, New Jersey, through Brooklyn. Like I feel like stick, a stick in those high traffic areas was like. I drove, a, I drove a stick in high traffic areas. I found that ridiculous. I thought it was just because you were cheap and it was a more it was a cheaper car. No, it was the fucking best car I ever had. Bart in North Carolina. I'm actually considering getting one for here. What another just Civic? For, just for fun. Oh, yeah. Do you want his Civic? He's got a raise soon. No, you take his. Oh, I love my manual. Hey, was a Bart. Has to be manual. Bart's a very manly name. Yeah. Hey, Bart. Hey, listen, guys. I want to say this. You know, they make cars now. They engineer them so you can't change the oil because that is a huge source of revenue for their service departments. So I don't think it's a gauge of – it's a barometer anymore. It used to be uh, – Cavino, you are correct in that. Yeah, you still do that with those simple engines. But even like the, the cheaper cars are even now so computerized that it's, it, they make it to where you have to bring it in to get it done. Agreed. Changing it. Changing a tire, if you can't do that, you're an idiot. Yeah, but, agree, uh, agreed. Changing the, ch- changing the oil could be a very hard thing. And, and, and what uh, Rich said is correct, too. You can find out most things on, on YouTube or, uh, or, you know, but a lot of those expensive cars and even the, even the cheaper ones now, you can't do that with, and they do it on purpose. I'm not going to lie. I opened the hood of my car. Thanks, buddy. Actually, you know what? Check that. I've never opened the hood of my car once. I've had it for like a month and a half. I bet you. You've never even seen your you never engine. Never even like looked just to see what the engine looked like when you bought the car. <laughs> just to look and at it. Said, this engine is automatic. No, it's hydromatic. It does. It this does. Engine is grease lightning. I don't do, get it on my hands. I do find it fascinating <laughs> that you you only oh, care about the look of your car. You don't care about like the the speed or the engine or like I asked you. Oh, is it a V? Because it's a SUV. I'm like, oh, is it a, a four cylinder or six cylinder? You're like, oh, I don't know. Dude, what's the horsepower? I fucking a lot of horses. What's the torque? Because to me, there's pricing. What am I gonna learn? What am I gonna learn by? What am I gonna learn, honestly, by opening the hood of my car? I'm never gonna go under there. Keep talking, whoa, keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) Chicks of cream.
Jason in Minnesota. <laughs> Why would I open the hood of my car? I don't know. Why? Have you opened the hood of your car? Yeah. For what reason? I don't know. To see it. I'm not saying I'm more manly, you know but I have. You know what you're looking at, though. Yeah, I just want to see what it looks like. <laughs> for what? I just want to see all those cylinders I'm paying for. Yeah. Oh, you count them? Bro. Yeah. Cylinders. Like one, what two. You I want to make sure I got four instead of, you know. What about even to, like, add, like, a wiper fluid or anything? How much wiper fluid do you go through in sunny Southern California? You know, you know interesting? A... Both cars I bought new did not have wiper fluid in it, and I don't know why. I so I had know. to add it. Jason in Minnesota, we're going to be out there. Don't you know where your dipstick is? No. Your dip? He doesn't. Stick. Uh, Jason, we're going to be in Minneapolis on the 20th. Hope to see you there. Oh, What's up, yeah, buddy? Yeah, that is coming up. September 20th. Uh, yeah, so, all right. Yeah, so, the, I, I live in a town that's like 3,000 people, but there's three full-blown, like, shops in town, and they send me coupons all the time. I used to change my own oil in two vehicles all the time, but now I get coupons in the mail, and it's cheaper to bring it to, like, a full-blown shop, you know, where they're actual trained professionals. It's cheaper to bring it in to change the oil than buying the oil and filter at the parts store and doing it myself. And the other thing, though, I do think that everybody should open their hood and check their oil, because then you can also check your wiper fluid and all that. I, I mean, if I need to check that. something, a light will go on. <laughs> yeah, but and sometimes then, when a light goes on, it's too late. When a light goes on, then sometimes I go. Sometimes it's too late. When a light goes on, then I go. Navigation. BMW service. I'll be right there, okay? No yeah, problem. Yeah, I have a light on. No problem, Mr. Davis. Say we'll see There's you There's a light. What's this light? Help. Through the light. I don't got, I mean, what, grease, lightning. So what do you do? What do you do? Lightning. Through the light. So hey. you're trying to tell me if the if there's a light on the your light. car? No, let's go through this for real because I want to talk about how I want to really be real. Because you you act like uh, people love to make it seem like spots the manly guy on a show, and I want to dispel that right away. Whoa. Why? If you think why so if a light Whoa. goes if a light goes why? on, he's about to unfurl. I'm fucking. Who who did you call to fucking hang a bar up on your wall? Oh, oh my wife called you. I need your help today because I can't hold it on my own. Oh, sorry. You're manly. Figure it out. Well, hold on. While you think of a comeback, let's really ask a good question I'll be here. At yoga. Hold because on. Because the question is, if this is no longer the barometer of what's considered I, manly, I, I the to your then what is the I, actual barometer? Okay. Well, can you do blank? Yeah. Well, then I, I'm going to answer that in a second. But All real quick, tools. if a light goes on the dashboard of your car, you're going to open the hood of your car and p poke around yourself. See what's yes. doing. Yeah, you got to see what's doing. Jake, I'm not talking about some broke kid like you that drives a beat-up old car. Wow. Whoa, 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 wow. bro. Yeah. It's, hey, that's a Mercury Sable. You leave him alone. What is it? The Four Tours? What it? Oh, it's Fuck Four it, Tours. Leave him alone. That's not an insult because when we were his age, we drove the same thing. When I was Jake's age, I had a freaking uh, Dodge Sebring and a, a Plymouth a Acclaim. And a Pl Plymouth Acclaim. Speak for yourself. How old are you, Jake? 25. I was driving a BMW. Yeah, so was I, was I. Way, I was trying to be nice. I was way better oh. than I am now. That was nice Wait. of uh, Stephen Ten. Isn't it funny how one person <laughs> could change your whole trajectory? Was, yeah, you can. You can. Uh, I was on a great path. Of course, you can afford a BMW when your parents are letting you live at home. That's right. 
You were the typical Jersey guy. I was. That, dro- that drove a fucking nice car that lived in your parents' basement. Yeah, but you I had it the, all hooked you, up. Were you, oh, by the way, when that was going down, were you well aware that you were the yellow? S- I took all of the yellow uh, out of the car and the, and the, the headlights and yeah. things like that. It, had, it was, oh, it was fucking I have a question. Mint, but were, at car. that moment in your life, did you realize that you were the example of what people talked about? No, because I believed in my goals. No, no, but like when you would be at the club or bar, like meeting girls, and like people would be like, oh, he's a typical Jersey guy who drives a nice car but lives at his parents' house. Were you like inside your head like, yeah, that is me? Nope. Not at all. Oh, so you were like on a, not a self-aware? No, because most of those guys never get out of their parents' basement. I knew I had a plan and yeah, but, I fucking believed but in But at it. the time, that's what you were. You could say that, but I had intentions I fulfilled. So that was but the at difference. that time. At the time, no, because I knew what my intentions were. I knew Remember it was we said this the other day, like when people don't know what they are, like people are unaware? I mean, you want me to agree with you. For no, the you sake won't. of moving on, I'll say sure. Ron but Baltimore. I, no, I don't. Sure. Uh, Ron? Ron? You're Ron. on the show. Ron, hey, Ron. Ron Juice. Ron, Ron Juice. Hey, what, you, what, what you drank hey, back then? Uh, a lot of guys already hit on what I said. Um, what I was going to say uh, is basically, did, of course, man, 50 years old, of course I know how to change a woman and all that bullshit. But I'll just drop to the simple thing. The other week, my battery went dead in my car. I got a brand new Subaru. Well, two years old. I went up, bought a new battery, brought it back, and my car didn't run right. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I had to go to my mechanic. My mechanic goes, oh, yeah, you're not allowed to change your own battery because it trips all the computers and turns them off. He had to reprogram the whole thing, fucking 200 bucks. Yeah. You can't expect an average fella to do that stuff anymore. Yeah. You're not skilled in that department. Yeah, but I, I get it. It's all computerized now. How do you expect? That's that's a job for a nation. Man. Like, people reminded me you didn't live with your parents. They lived with you. That's what you told Chris. Yeah, man, you're really not letting that go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I did. I lived with my parents. I was 27 years old, but oh, I so saved did, enough money to your buy laundry. a house, which which I did. They did your laundry so you could focus on your career, right? And not get. Uh, yeah. By the way, this is the gra- I have a great example of what I was saying. How people get so passionate about this? Yeah, lost a ton of respect for rich today. With the oil conversation, <laughs> like like that. Ha, ha, what area how? code? Let's let's look up the right, area. Six one two. Let's see where six one two is. But but the, like the fact that that's a thing is mind boggling to me. Like we're I, down one listener. Uh, I lost a lot. We're down one listener. No no no. no. In, Minneapolis. Oh Minneapolis. Minneapolis. No, they, they don't. The land of cars. They didn't stop. They didn't stop listening. They what? just lost respect for me, Spot, because I said I. I think that was Carrie I, Kinnaman. It's Poofit or Paul. Might have been. or Paul. Might have been. Never lost a lot of respect. Yeah, I mean, guys, I'm sorry if you lost respect for me because I'm because I'm telling well, you. Well, please, because we got people lined up. But what is the the question? You got me on the edge of my seat. If all right, well, is, then, and then we all agree this. that we all agree though. This is an outdated barometer. It really is. Well, then, then you I can ask change you. the oil. Great for you. Well, then, then you know what? Pose the question. That's the obvious one. If it's not oil, what do you think is the current day version of? What makes you a man? I mean, I think it's as simple as can you provide for your family? But I don't know what the, I don't know. I didn't prepare. Uh, I didn't really overthink this. That would be well, the that, first I, instinct. Actually, I'm glad that you didn't overthink it because I don't think it should be a question that's overthought. I think, wait, what makes you a man? My first thought is a guy that is not financially mooching off of other people. I, I feel like the type of guy that, like, uh, I think, you know, we all have that relative or someone we know that's, like, borrowing money or always a broke, or always in debt, always having issues. You should, like, I think the true sign of a man is someone that, you know, I take care of my fucking wife and kids, and I'm, I provide 
the best I can. Yeah, I work hard. I think it's as simple as that because yeah, I, I think hard. every guy has different interests and a different skill set that makes them yeah. who they are. I think so. So because you have a different set of skills and you're, you're a, in, and you're into different things, doesn't make you any more manly. Whether you're a sales guy, a truck driver, a teacher, whatever, whatever the hell you do, if you work hard to provide a nice life for your family, that's to me that is the like that's number one on. What makes you the man? That, yeah, that's the first thing that comes to Changing my mind. Your oil is like ten. That's like number fifty thousand on the list nowadays. You know, you fast rewind like thirty years ago. I would say that would be in top ten. What makes you the man? Um, to me, not changing your oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oil again. Providing a safe environment for your wife and kids. Uh, what if you don't have kids? Well. Uh, how about being a fucking kung fu master? Would you, you what do you be rank a man that? if you don't have kids? Yeah, I, I just don't know. All right, How uh, about knowing the ways of the fist. I, I, but there are. But not, why vehicles? Why is that like such a 1950s mentality? Like yeah, a, a bunch of grease, bunch of greasers. But like, I there are there are manlyish things. Well, also depends on where you get where you're raised. Because honestly, if you grew up in New York, you know who likes to know who thinks they're all the men? All like the financial guys. Like, like it, those guys would lead with money. A, a southern guy would lead with like handy stuff. Like, like depends a, on where you live. You you lead with handies. As as a man, I feel like my first instinct whenever anything goes wrong is to always try and fix it myself. And then when I can't fix it myself, I'll turn I'll secede to someone else. But I th I think that's the mentality that you two lack. Well, let me ask you this. What do you mean? The it, mentality of what? Like, you just like throwing money at problems. Like, as that's, a man. That's why I work a hard. A crafty man person like myself likes right. to try and give fix me an things example. myself. Give me an example of this. If something broke. Like, I'm not going to pay someone to fucking come and, like, hang something on the wall because I, I have a, a drill and, and, and drill bits. You think and, I want to waste my time doing those things right out of your mind? You fucking sit around on your ass. Well, wait, uh, sit around this, on my ass all day? Yeah. Oh man, stop! What is wrong with you, man? Sit around on my ass all day. You oh do. man. Do you mean like I don't know? Oh, tell me about how you're so I don't so know. tied up because you have a, a kid. When, when you have a kid one, when you have a kid one day, I'll do. If this is the first you time, like, oh, this is the first oh, time you work four hours a day and then you go home. Most people are working this eight the, hours a day. This is the, uh, this the first time I get to say this. Spot when you have a kid, you'll know. Yeah, it's like, but, dude, Damn. I go, I go to the gym, I work on things, I. I have a kid that I'm with all day with Sarah. I mean, Not I don't. On Fridays. That's fuck Fridays. That is fuck Fridays. Well, what gives you that feeling it's of man? You have way more free time than us. You do nothing. You go home and just sit around. That's and not drink. true. I do other things. Like, what makes you feel the most manly, though? Just another fun question. Like when you um, when you strike a match over your belt buckle. Like, what makes you feel like you're the man, or a man? When, when you not uh, the man, a man. When you uh, drive a golf ball really far, or hit a softball or baseball very far, <laughs> that makes me feel like the man. Again, it's a different answer probably for everybody. Depending I don't know on what who makes you feel like the man. When you, uh, I don't know. When the uh, when women want your fucking penis, no, that makes you feel like the man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, to me, like changing oil, these things are off my radar. Jason, Jason in Tampa. Hey, Jason. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, the barometer of yo, man. Yo, so. A couple things, man. Rich, um, I love you to death, brother, man. But you kind of thought you kind of coming off bad. It sounds like you're shitting on people who do this kind of manual stuff. I mean, it really does. I mean, I know that might not be your intention, but it, it, to me, it sounds like you're kind of shitting on people who, you know, like who 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 the fuck changes their own oil? Like, I mean, there you know, there are people who have more time than they have money, and taking taking and spending forty, fifty bucks. You know, to let somebody else do something that they can do for twenty bucks, 
um, you know, two, three, four times a year, you know, and add that up amongst a whole bunch of that's a that's teams. a savings of eighty dollars a year to get your hands dirty. No, but but fair enough. Hold on, I'll Venmo the guy the money. Wait, hold on. Jason makes a great point, right? <laughs> and Rich the villain here is also saying, but look, aren't I also my own type of man? If I don't even need to do that because I've worked hard enough to be in a different place yes. where that's not my concern. But here, here's the thing. This is this is a classic argument, a classic conversation: blue collar versus white collar. It, that's really right? what it comes down to. You're absolutely yeah. right. Blue collar versus white collar, because in a lot of blue collar uh, households, uh, families, and stuff like that, you know, people don't have the luxury of being able to, you know, drop the drop the car off at the dealership or or even at the Jiffy Lube because money is just that tight. You know, Rich, you do have a luxury. You do have a luxury of being able to, you know you know, have some of these other things. And, you know, sometimes it makes you come across like Hollywood Dickie. Well, Jason, but, here's a question then for you then. That's why I always if say that, Rich is the, rich is the that, bomb, barometer makes, of man. If that makes me come across. So when I say. Rich I'm, has a new uh, cologne coming out. Don't, don't hang up on him, please. Bomb. When I, Jason, when I say I don't want to change my oil, it's a waste of time and money, I, I'll just bring it to the dealership. That makes me sound arrogant, correct? Well, wait, not, wait, wait. Not, not, not that specifically, but when you talk down about talk down to other people who actually do do that and want to do that, but but, but but hold on, Jason. On the flip side, that to you. But yeah. on the flip side, what about them all saying that I'm a big fag and a pussy because I don't change my own oil? Is that right. is that is that allowed? This, they this, this goes back to what I always say: people always focus on the rebuttal, never what actually caused the response. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Jason, I'm saying that because they're saying that I'm a big loser and, a, and I'm not a man and I'm this and that because I don't change my own oil. So what do you say to that? I mean, who cares what they think? Oh! But that's <laughs> I mean, where it comes I mean, from. That, that's why yeah. it's brought up in the first but, but, place. But as Kavino loves to say, and thank you. Uh, by the way, Jason, always a great caller. People yeah. always love Jason. Jason's great. Thanks, but, Jason. But, but do you get what I'm saying? I come across like an arrogant asshole by saying, who would want to change our oil, drop it off at the dealership? Oh, look at you. Could sound like a white-collar asshole. Oh, you got the money. This. But why are we forgetting that I'm only responding that way? Because people called me a, a fag, a loser, uh, not a man, a, a big pussy, a puto, yeah. a liberal snowflake, a, princess a piece bitch. of shit, all this stuff. Because, Girly man. Because why? Because I said, I don't want to change my own oil. Right. So you realize I'm just responding to the attacks. That's all. Uh, Chris and Philly, you're on the show. Mainliness. Hey, guys. Uh Thank you much for taking the call. Uh, so you guys have been focused on, like, the physical and or, uh, uh, you know, what can you do with your hands or, or even monetary uh, uh, ideas. For me, I think of it as a more philosophical thing as far as, as a man, can you take criticism, be self-aware, and be able to take that criticism without becoming emotional? Yeah. And yeah, be can able you, to internalize can you, are you emotionally say Clearly you not. For me, it's not like, are you going to crumble? Because life's tough. Are you going to crumble or are you going to keep your head above the water? And it's so tough to do that. And and, and you got to lead by example as a man, and that's very difficult. You know, and I, I go Being along with your line. Emotionally aware. Right. I agree I agree with what Chris is saying. But also you got to use Beast Aftershave. Uh, Masood, Toronto. Let's not forget that part. Masood uh, or Monsoon? Yeah. Who is this? Yeah, Masood. Oh, what's up, Masood? What up, um, buddy? I think, you said three different I think you hit the nail on the head. I, I think it's... Um, can you take responsibility to provide for your family? It doesn't matter whether you can change your oil. As long as you know that, you have to change the oil. Or you got to get the brakes done. You, you should understand right. that. Right. So yeah. here's the answer, guys. Hey, can you even change your own oil? 
Like, nah, but I could provide for my family. The best of Covino and Rich on Faction Talk 103. You know what doesn't help a salty mood? I wasn't even going to bring this up, but since you want to, like, buy in and feed into that garbage, um, I'll say this. There's nothing more irritating than, A, a morning person when you're not. Okay, so let's oh, make that clear. Amen, sister. Yeah, fucking no, Jesus. But, but, but I can't even mind. sit in silence without Rich thinking there's an issue. So you are the annoying boyfriend. I keep saying, is there something wrong when there's well, nothing wrong? Well, keep now, in mind. Now, wait, hold on. Now do you get, Kavino, now that you're alone with Rich, and yeah, you but have the, to, to dissolve some of the, or absorb some of the hey, morningness. if you want to dissolve the see, carpool altogether, I'm fine with that. Because I, 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 I just No, but you're judgy when I'm just looking for ideas of things to talk about. And you're like, yeah, Kavino's in a bad mood. You mean I'm looking for things to talk about for the next three hours? And then here's what happens. And and this doesn't add to any – if anything, it just adds extra Lowry saltiness to a potentially salty mood that I didn't even know about. This is what Rich does, and it's the rudest, fucking, most annoying thing ever. Okay. Did you see, your, did you see that guy at the at the uh, farmers market? The the soul, the cool brother Cappy. Did you get some of his salty seasonings? No. You know, Cappy? So no, but let's let, let's hear it. Go ahead. Why? I didn't. I haven't gotten oh it. Oh, my God. He's, he is salty. All right, go ahead. Continue thing. You won't even play along with the fuck. All right, go on. I so said. this morning, I'm just quiet because I'm, I'm scrolling through the phone. Joke. I'm scrolling through the phone on the way in, just trying to find ideas or inspiration of things to talk about. And Rich is pulling the girlfriend routine, the boyfriend-girlfriend routine of, what's wrong? Something wrong? I'm like, no, dude. I'm just looking for things to talk about. And you know, Steven, what's wrong? Right, which just makes you feel more annoyed, Nothing. but it still didn't annoy me. Dude, who's, really your, who's your favorite baseball player? Is it Salto Lamakia? Okay. So, Hold on. yeah. Nope. Continue. Carry on. Not funny. Uh, anyway. Go on. So, nope. I'm not irritated at all because I got my positive pants on. I still don't care. But okay. since Rich is bringing it up, then I'll play this little stupid game that he wants to play. Nope. And. And feed into it just for the sake of, I guess this is what you want. I don't want so, anything. Well, if you're going to continue pointing out saltiness where there's none, then I'll give you some. Because okay. clearly that's what you want from me. So, <laughs> Spot, get this and back me up. And it's not about Rich. This is the collective you. There's nothing more annoying, <laughs> let's all agree, than dealing with administrative Stuff oh, meaning like, yeah. oh, you know, let me call the tax person about this, or you know what, let me uh, call my cable company because of that, or you know what, my insurance uh, doesn't seem right. Let me call for the adjustment. Like in sitting on hold and I, dealing with customer service, do we all agree? Uh, a collective, you know, question here: Do we all agree are you, are that you it's asking, the fucking you, most annoying <laughs> thing about life? Are you, Amen, are you, are you asking for a whoa Bundy? And I, whoa, no, but we all agree, right? Yeah, we all agree. But you know, what Rich has done. The past few days, to me, not just today, but the past few days. Oh, I know. He puts it on fucking speakerphone oh, and makes me worst. sit through his bullshit. Yeah. So I got to sit through his press one for English. Notorious. Uh, yeah. Notorious what the fuck is that about? So if there's a reason I'm salty, let's just say I, I, let's say I did wake up on the wrong side of the bed, right? Your little sprinkle of extra salt just adds to it. That is the most annoying shit because not only do I not want to sit through my own hassles, and my own administrative garbage that I've dealt with nonstop for the past two years between lawyers and taxes and garbage and bills and payments and alimonies and child supports and numbers. 
Not only does that drive one berserk, but now I got to sit through someone else's press one for English, for press two for, for this, literal. press five for no, that. No, no. no for, for the entire no, 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 no. car ride for two days you're, in a row. You're no, you're that is the truth, and it's fucking rude. And it's and it's just as it's almost worse when it's not even on the car speakerphone because you're doing it. So then every you need to turn the radio yeah. down so you can hear. So everyone's just sitting in silence. So not only do you have a one-sided conversation with customers. So you service. know what I do, and this is the truth. So I'm like, well, You're fucking Rich, if Rich this, is going to shut off 80s on 8 so I could listen to his fucking automated garbage, you know what? Let yes. me get on the phone and I'll yes. do my own administrative stuff. And that's exactly what I did. And that's why. Rich, hold on, this. Hold on. And that's why. David. That's why. Customer service. And that's why. Representative. I. That's why we didn't talk on the right end because Rich was doing that. So I said, fuck it. I'll Operator. do that too. So I called, God, I called my God own administrative you know, thing, you know you know and I played the uh, same exact game. You know there's sometimes and when, that's the goddamn there, 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 there are a few times on the show I wish I could tell the goddamn truth about what goes on. That's the 100% truth. Operator! 100% right. truth. All right. The only reason I called any tax people today is because you were on the phone with, help. with the help for yes. two days straight. No. Two days straight. No. That's the God's honest yes. truth. If you... That's the truth. Just say, just say move on, because if I talk about the last two days, people will want to strangle Customer you, service. not me. That's the absolute truth. Okay. What happened on the ride home yesterday Zero. is irrelevant to this conversation. Okay. We're talking about the conversation on the way in. Well, you just said you, the last you two said days. I sat in silence. You said the last two days. That's the truth. Let's just say you had to run a per Let's just say yesterday. Shush! That's the truth. Let's just say yesterday. Let's just, say, truth. let's just say yesterday you had to yeah. run a personal errand that you said would take three minutes that took yes. 45 minutes. That has nothing to do with this morning so at all. What does that have to do with the No, because he said, that he said the last two days I was On the way in. Yes, yeah. the last two days. No, but you know what? This, this is an issue. You've done I'm this. Well you do this. I would never have that anyone sit through my administrative phone calls. And I'm so glad I don't have to deal with it. Administrative this. phone calls are terrible when they're yours, yeah. let alone when they're someone else's. I'll Holy fuck, that's the most annoying thing. So if, if I'm salty, that is not what made me salty. But I'll tell you yes. what, it adds some extra fucking salt. Yes. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you want to no. poke at it, I mean, that is what happened Operator. this morning on the way in. So it's not about me being quiet. Come I got out my own shit because Rich was clearly doing his own business, which is fine. But that's the truth. I wasn't going to bring it up at all. I was not on the phone. Yes, you were. For more than three minutes because that's what I a, know what a, I did that's a lie know what I did? it was it was the majority of the know what I did I did the thing where they go would you want to call back Eight in the six order six in the order in which is calls received nine, so six, I literally press one, one, nine, one six, nine. all right you know what one nine six nine it's the truth operator it's the truth and we all have, like, for example, for example, like today I have a, a Spectrum cable guy coming mm -hmm. to fix my internet wireless, my service, right? Because I'm supposed to get 100 megabits. Oh, shit, bro. Of uploading, uh, of speed, right? You know what oh, I get? Oh, like, good for you. Like 40, 50 megabits, but I'm paying for 100 megabits, which at, is not a lot. I'm at 200. Yeah, yeah, you, you're supposed to be, like, if you want to be G-status, you get about 400 megabits. I do a lot of work from home, though. so I Dude, I got 100 megabits. I'll tell you what. Wi-Fi style, I'm getting, like, 40, 50 tops. So, I got a guy coming in to check that out today. There's a problem there. That's administrative garbage probably, that nobody likes to sit through. from the other apartments. I hate dealing with my own. Dealing with someone else's, and it's a collective thing. It's not about rich. I'm just making a point that, my goodness, it's the worst.
the worst. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think anyone likes dealing with customer service. In fact, that was my point. So someone but, else's. It's not about even a personal attack toward you. I'm saying, just imagine dealing with other people's. It's just it's double the annoyance. It really is the worst. It's double the annoyance. It's double the annoyance because you're just sitting there, not only like in silence, but then listening to someone else deal with someone else. Okay, okay. So hold on, it's actually triple the annoyance. You know why? Because then you know what I did. I'm like, well, I I got a tax question I have never fucking addressed. Let me get on this, and then I got more annoyed dealing with that. So. Now I'm triple annoyed, but I still wasn't going to bring that to the air. Yeah. But you wanted to continue pointing it out, so there you go. I understand. Ah, see, I it's feel out. so much see, better. You do, see, you Not feel really. better. I understand. Operator. Operator. I understand. In Los Angeles, a lot of people spend time in their cars, so you want to do this stuff in your car. But this is when you, when you're alone. When you're with other people, it is kind of rude. It's 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 hard. It's, it's really hard. Yeah, it's it's hard to uh, deal with, to be honest. But that's again, you're honestly, as day. a friend, I'm completely understanding of. Leave a message. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a flat tire and I need. Ha, it's not the answering machine, you dumb idiot. It's actually me, Barry. <sighs> it's me. I need Dad. Touch you again. It is the answering machine. <laughs> Leave a message. Damn it! I've got a flat tire and I need Dad. No, it's actually me, Barry, for real. So what's the deal? Barry, I will kill you. Put Dad on but the. Seriously, leave a message at the. <laughs> That's how annoying customer service is. It's me. But Barry. I, but it's me. But Barry. I understand. I'm just saying it's triple the annoyance. And you you made some sort oh, of comment about okay. me not talking in the car. You actually made that. Off the air and on the air, Perfect. and that's the reason why. Perfecto. I wasn't talking because then Perfecto. I started dealing with my own administrative stuff, which is, I don't know if there's another oh. term for that, but it's the worst. I put that shit on hold always, and uh, it gets backed uh, up. Like, I had a, a dentist bill that was fucking taking right. forever to let's, pay for recently uh, that I never addressed. Let's let's play a little game. There's always some shit. White Court Alberta says, well, you know what? To solve this, why don't you look at the, tam- the timestamp on your call? And I did. And this morning when I called Albany, New York... For you some... made more than one phone call. No, the the I first one probably overrides the second one. Four and minutes. And, no, and on four, and on. four minutes. They called me back, and I missed it. And then I called again for one minute. That's five minutes. So that's five, five minutes, minutes of so a 35... One fifth, that's one-fifth of your commute. And that's probably just one of the phone calls, because no, it did take not. longer than that. Where? Please point out I heard my was the beeps log. and the fucking boops that's the whole time. four minutes and then one minute. That's that's uh, Dexie's Midnight Rider, Rider, uh, Runners with Mark Goodman's story. Yeah, uh, that you missed. I missed the whole Mark Goodman story about how we fucked Madonna in '84. Yo, uh, I was you... hanging with Dexy's Midnight Runners, and uh, I was telling them about this chick Eileen that I banged, and how I finished on her, and they were like, "Oh, that'd be a good name for a song." <laughs> and that's how come on, Eileen. I'm Mark Goodman. '80s on it. '80s on it. Good one, Spot. Yeah. What's the song he was playing this morning? The tubes. Here's one from uh, the tubes. Here's oh, one she's from... a beauty. <laughs> I remember walking into uh, Studio 54, and uh, I saw this guy named Cameo. He's like, yo, what's up, Mark Goodman? I said, word up, and uh, this is how the song came to be. Uh, I I think this morning, I think think he was like, uh, yeah, this is a tube from 1983. In fact, in 1983, everyone was touching my tube. That's a joke you made in the car. I know. That's a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, in between the hour-long conversation was, I had with customer funny, service. It was funnier now. Or, or, the, the or the four-minute conversation. Yeah. But, hey, uh, let's take some phone calls so, and move on. So, anyway, when, See, when Rich inspires me to now handle things that I've been putting off, it does aggravate me. Not necessarily Rich, but now I'm on the phone pressing one and two and fucking right. getting aggravated. What's that holiday they have on Seinfeld? 
instead of Christmas? Festivus? Yeah. What do you do on Festivus? You, oh, air, you your... air your grievances. Oh, Whoa, but by the way, you know what I didn't do? And then you have the Festivus feats of strength. You guys need, you hey, aired can your you grievances. Go, can you go get us Now Derek... it's time for the feats of strength. Can you go no. get us Derek Poundstone instead? So he... Here's what I did. You've got a lot of problems with your people. And, and, and let it be a lesson learned, Alice in Chains style. What I didn't do was subject everyone to my speakerphone and Bluetooth conversation. You know, I, I took the Bluetooth off and handled it in my own ears so that the rest of the company doesn't have to hear the fucking customer service garbage. It's Covino and Rich's Best of the best Week. If you read the uh, text messages, 412CNR show, you see the different walks of life that we talk to. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what fires you down sometimes, right? Oh, no, and no, me, no. not just you. That fires me down. I, I, it's like one of those things where... People are I, different, man. No, no, no. I, you know, I actually wrote that down. Believe it or not, I wrote down what is the difference between college and some would say the military or some secondary school or something. And now, I feel like back then we were fascinated by our differences. Remember when you went away to college? And I look at Spot more so than you only because I feel like uh, certain colleges got a bigger national. We act like everyone on spring break or something and met other of people course. from other colleges. Yeah, yeah. No, but You're I'm like, saying, well, you got an accent. Yeah, no, but I, like freshman year of college, if you went to a college that had a lot of out-of-staters, yeah. it was your first chance of like, wait, you call it pop? Wait, you call them tennis shoes, not sneakers? Wait, wh where you're from, that's how much rent is? You're weird. Well, it was. But the, you're different cool. It was the ultimate in getting to see how other people operate. I always thought that that was one of the most- I don't have an accent. You've got the accent. That was one of the more valuable lessons I thought in college was getting to know people that live all around the country. In fact, my best buds that I lived with, one from Colorado, one from Spring, Texas, one from New Orleans, one from Madison, Wisconsin. Like you, Your buddies were from all over the place. So you got a little, a little taste of how they grew up, what they culturally different, how they were- and I feel like as impressionable 17, 18-year-olds going away to college, or a lot of guys may have experienced this in the military or something, you seemed very open-minded and, and curious about how other people were. Now, I feel like as adults, fast forward. fast forward as adults, instead of that fun and curiosity and all that, it just become very like, divisive, like and divisive. divisive and judgy. What used to be a curiosity is now like a... Like a, you think that you are so very, very good and we are so very, very bad. Yep. That's what you're saying? Do you want to say in spot? What was once a, like a, a curious part of friendships and getting to know people is now a become like a very quick to be judgy part of friendships. As, as, and as I read the feedback, it's fascinating to me how people could hear things the way they want to hear it. I was trying to find yeah, the text messages that, that got you fired up. Some well, not guy... fired up. I'm just, I'm just looking at the feedback every day. And it, it also goes with the common thread that people talk about all the time. I saw Yobi. You know Joey that calls up with a Mexican joke? Yeah, but Yobi won Kenobi. You know he, he, <laughs> he, you know what he did yesterday? He said I, he put out a little message. And, and I don't think it was like a seeking sympathy thing. It was a, he's like, yo, Vato, I'm just, you know, to be honest, I'm not going to call anymore. In fact, I, I, uh, I left the Carl page. It's just, you know, I try to be silly and fun and have fun with you guys. But, you know. Everyone just really not worthy. You know, it's like it's like really negative and like I just you know you guys get me through my day. I'll I'll keep listening, but you know it's like I try to be fun and everyone just you know, to just talk shit and just makes me feel bad and stuff. Oh really? I reached out to him because someone said, "Yo, Joey left the Carl page." So I said, I wrote him like, "Yo, Vato, you okay? Hope uh you know we love you." 
Because, you know, he's a nice guy. I met him. He goes, I'll still, I'm still coming to Dallas. I'll see you guys. But, uh, you know, like the negativity on social media and like calling call the show and stuff. Like, I try to be silly and tell the dumb joke. I know they're not funny. Love, but What do you mean? But I he goes, what he calls but, it. But he goes, uh, you know, I'm just done calling. And, you know, the car page is just uh, maybe not for me anymore. But I'll listen. So I'll, I'll catch you when I catch you. I'll okay. tell you what. If I was half the man I was, I'd take a fucking flamethrower to this place. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know that. <laughs> All three of us have no clue what that means. Is that from? A, is that a movie quote? If I was half the man, I'd take a flamethrower. Spot just threatened to no fucking burn ever, this place did down. No one ever see uh, scent of a woman. No one ever saw scent of a woman here. No one ever saw scent of a woman. Don't mind if I do. No one here saw scent of a woman. You all should be ashamed. Go home and watch it this weekend. Um, the yeah, it, people need to like I've always said. People need to get over themselves. No one gives a shit about you. No one. No one. He say Joey's perspective is I listen to a radio show I really yeah, enjoy. And he's doing him. Hold and that's on. great. He's saying I listen to a radio show I really enjoy. I took it to the next level where you know what I'm actually going to reach out and call them and I'll join their fan page on Facebook that the the listeners run. And he's like, yeah, I did all that because I wanted to be involved and it was fun, Vato. And he's, you know, I'll be honest, like was a bit, he was a bit much. I say exactly. So yeah, he's a bit much for your spot. So he left. You happy? He's gone. Really? I didn't know that. I'm sad yeah. to hear that. No, but I'm saying. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it's. Uh, I had I a busy day yesterday, so I missed all this drama. But there I mean, was. You're saying not, it wasn't drama, but it's not, there's no drama. I'm just saying it's. You know how you know how like when you th you're like out in public and you feel a little bit self conscious about yourself and you think like everybody's looking at you, and like you feel like uh, you know people are staring at your hair and your your clothes are off. Yeah. People really aren't looking at you and people really don't care what we've you're doing gone, we've gone over this like the day you show up to work with a big fucking wart on your head or a big pimple that looks like a monster you think you're you're thinking like oh my god everyone's gonna be staring at me right now i haven't jake's been here all morning right we can't see him because he's behind the door now what is jake wearing black t-shirt i think like brownish more pants. like a charcoal gray like brownish pants uh, and jeans. I have no clue what Jake's wearing. I've talked to Jake no all so morning. No like, socks. He's got a mustache, though. Are those your what is Spot wearing? Don't look. Spot? I wear the same thing every day. That's not fair. I don't know what he's wearing today. Yeah. I don't think I oh, your compass, Tom. Yeah, so do you get what I'm saying? Like, Spot makes a point that, you know. Well, anyway, what does that have to do with your original thought? No, my. What do you mean, my original thought? My original thought is that we. We used to meet new people. Right. We used to meet new people. In college. And, in co and, and you would embrace these other's differences, and you would joke about it and have fun with it. Now I feel like everyone's differences are like a, 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 a talking point for mocking each other. Or when someone tries to be part of something and be fun, like... It's. I feel like people will put... Spot said something off the air. He said, uh, every society... What, what did you say? Like, <laughs> something... You t I, I, I made a reference to The Matrix, yeah. which you didn't get. But in the Matrix, for those that have seen the movie, when Agent Smith, the first one, when Agent Smith is trying to break Morpheus in that room, he tells him about like the early forms of the Matrix and how it was like a utopian society. And it failed because people actually need negativity in their life to balance out the positivity. Because without negative, you can't appreciate the positive. So you, utopian societies don't work. Everybody can't be happy and 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 bouncing around and skipping around like rich you need the counter to balance everything out and that's what makes everything work so you're saying for that so creates the flow you creates the flow you're yeah. saying life offices social media all this like we, like we like we need the negative like these negative people are you're, you're like giving them like they that's good not that it's good but it, maybe it's without the back and serves, forth you don't gain momentum serves a purpose 
It's not saying it's good. I'm not saying we should focus on it, but its existence serves a purpose. But I think that the thing we hear guests on our show talk about and something that Kavino and I talk about, and it's not just us. You hear every every time you talk to some family member, you hear those people saying, like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm just going to fucking get off of Facebook or something. That's a common conversation adults have. I don't care what you say. It's exhausting. There's, there's always, like, someone, there's always some old friend or someone, a coworker that's like, yeah, you know what? I'm fucking so shutting what down. Do you think, what do you think is causing all no, this? No, I'm just saying, I just wonder. But what do you think is causing all these feelings and causing... This dynamic where you say we once were appreciative of our differences and now well, they're just, just an dividing angle. That's us. not the main point. I'm, that was just a, that was just a point saying. But how, where does it go? And what happens? I'm just saying. Now I think there's just so many people. And maybe our skin is too soft too. Maybe some of that too. I just think there's so many people that are so negative, and such critics, that why would anyone? You know, there's certain people that say I don't even I don't even check social media. I wonder sometimes. All right, let's say gambling, for example. What's the number one thing people say about, about like, is gambling worth it? They say, hey, the high you get from winning, how does that compare to the low you get from losing? And I remember my, my dad telling me, he used to play poker all the time. My dad was a big poker player growing up. You know, we'd play with his buddies. We'd play in, you know, Atlantic City, Vegas. And he would say, stupid no. father's out playing poker. As my dad will say. Poker was a big part of the family's income for years. So my dad was a great poker player, but it came to a point where he's like, you know what? Much much like he would say golf, sometimes the frustra the the negative you feel from the frustration is way more than the positive you feel from winning. That's how I feel about softball. So I avoid it. Yeah, you avoid but, softball. But side note. Because yeah, the, hey, the, the thrill Rip, I get for for hitting in a, a, a rip, gapper. Ripping a double feels great, right? But yeah. you know what? It doesn't feel that feels the, the pales in comparison to, to the bad you feel if you, bad, if, you feel. if you ground out. If I have a bad night or if I make an error or yeah. something like that, not worth it for me. So winning 500 bucks feels really nice, but not not as the extreme as losing 500 bucks annoys you way more. So I'm saying for if you're reading feedback and you're going on social media, for every nice thing you see, like, oh, there's a nice picture of... Uh, my best pal's kids, or, or hey, look, there's a great little picture of family that I haven't seen. Is that worth it if you have to s sort through the bullshit? For every time someone says, Kavino and Rich, you guys are great, love your show every day. If to get to that, you need to sort through three people telling you you suck fucking dick. <laughs> is it even worthwhile reading the feedback? Not even dick, moose dick. But is it even worth sorting through the feedback? Because you could argue that's for you to figure out. It's called the yin and the yang. No, but I'm saying it's, According pure, to Kansas. it's, it's pure curiosity you know i think that's all it is what it's, gives us an advantage i ego, think it's ego driven curiosity and, and i think we have our generation specifically has that i mean everybody has the choice but we have the choice to 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 quit because if you've grown up only knowing that as an option you're less likely to give it up because that's the only way you know we know a different way to say hmm you know what? I remember in college where our differences were appreciated. I remember a time where I wasn't glued to my phone and I didn't feel compelled to scroll for feedback. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm done with this. If you grew up only knowing that, I think you're less likely to even have the option or to really seriously entertain the option. Everybody has the option, but to seriously entertain it, I think we're unique in the fact that we can make the choice. Because we know life without it. We know life without it. Yeah, we you've equipped yourself to be able to to 
pick and choose. And that's why we struggle more than the person that only knows that. A younger person, they just assume that's how people are. And I, that's have, what is. I mean, I have to look at social media. It's live. Yeah, yeah and, and, and negativity. You know, like That's what they're consumed with all the time mm-hmm. and distractions. And that's all they've ever known. So less likely to struggle with the dynamic of, is this even right? Should I be doing this? Am I turning into a zombie? Why am I compelled to do this? Uh, does the good outweigh the bad? These aren't things I think a younger person struggles with. But but I, I want to make a distinction. There's a big difference between busting balls and just being rude. So when you and it's not just about our radio show. It's regular people just looking on social media. There's people that are just. By the way, rude is something I wanted to get to later on. I wrote it down just as proof. Rude. Oh, wow. So uh, we'll get to that later. Ravishing Rick? No, no, no. But God, mean behavior. But I'm saying people are just, it's not, there's a difference between busting balls and people just being rude or mean spirited. Why? Like, there's no reason. You're not going to be better at being a radio host or a TV host. Spot, you're never going to be a better producer or change what you do based on mean shit people write. So their intention is to solely bother you. Yeah, but the world is one big, and I hate to sound corny, but, but it's that? one big social experiment. It's one big giant ant farm where you can't fight what's naturally going to happen when you put a group of people together. No, your curiosity. And that's what, that's you know what, what social media has done. It's your ego curiosity. Eventually it turns into the Lord of the Flies where you know, people's personality types are going to start clashing regardless. Remember when uh, Sean called up recently and he goes, the thing with your show is, is interesting because triads never work in business because personality types will always conflict and mm-hmm. always cause some sort of uh, dynamic shift where two people gang up on one and things won't work and things like that. You know, social media had great intentions of bringing people together. Of course. But if you throw a group of people, just like uh, The Bachelor in Paradise or fucking Big Brother, when you throw a bunch of people, whether it be on a group, on social media, or in a house in real life, or on vacation, these dynamics are going to eventually take over no matter how hard you fight them and no matter how hard you try. So... Honestly, just grab a bag of popcorn and watch it unfold because no matter what you do, that's what's going to happen. But but I'm... I'm I and that's I'm, what happens on social media and in and, and groups like ours, uh, the Kavino and Rich like listener pages and things like that. Those differences are appreciated but, at first. But what starts out is, oh, we all have something in common. Uh, we listen to Kavino and Rich. Or it could be a sports page. Hey, can be La- the, the Lakers fan page. Hey, we're all here. You know why? I'm a Lakers fan. You're a Lakers fan. Oh, this season. Oh, we got LeBron. At first, it starts out, and then based on Spot's matrix theory, eventually, somehow, some way, the yin and the yang will personalities will clash. Personalities and and rudeness and and evil and rudeness will somehow find its way. Usually stemmed from and, religious or, and political differences. But you know why? Social media is such a weird thing. Because you're right. Our generation, if you're if you're thirties, forties, fifties, if you're an older guy, you're thinking, dude. I grew up, my whole first part of my life had nothing to do with this Twitter, Instagram, Facebook bullshit. I grew up my whole childhood just fine interacting with people the normal way. But now when hundreds or thousands or millions of people yeah, can, you give know their, too much. can give their opinion on right. everything. And you know what? If you make a parody, my penis long. Spot, play a little hook of my penis long. Oh, I mean. With pleasure. Yeah. but Actually, I'd like to play the whole thing. Give me a give me a little a little sample of my penis long. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. But uh, fry at his finest. Because my penis long. Okay. What about it? 
you make this song, you're all proud of it. You're humming it in the car. You're like, yo, rich spot. I got to, I got an idea. I'm writing a song about my junk. So you make this song. Now you immediately want to go see the feedback. Ooh, ooh, what do people think? Right. You're and 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 I'm guilty. You're guilty. Spots. Guilty. I always say it's like it's like baking a cake and Every, watching everyone's reaction. Everyone. Do you what, like it? Whether you are a regular guy with a regular job, or you're LeBron James, or you're Kavino and Rich, or you're, um, you know, Matt in Minnesota, or Drew Mack, wherever you are, if you put something, if you post a picture of you and your kids at Disney, you know what you're doing? You're putting it up there, and then you look at your phone again later, and you're like, what did people think? And you always want to know what people think. So you will write a parody song. You'll be laughing in the car. Huh, right, what rhymes with dong? You're all creative. You're all fun. You put it on the radio, and then you, like the like the old lady in the wedding singer, who gives uh, who gives uh, meatballs, Robbie, yeah, Robbie Hart meatballs, and says, "I want to see you eat them." You want to see everyone eat the meatballs? That is uh, your parody song or your conversation, and then. In an attempt to want to see the one person that goes, yo, Cavino, another brilliant one, man. You're the man. Because that makes you feel good. You also have to read people that are like, yo, Cavino, you fucking loser. You should never be on the radio. And you deal with it. And then I'm like, so we are okay dealing with hate, meanness, and rudeness just because we need those little glimmers of stroke as well. That's what it is. You, you will deal with rude, terrible people. Because mixed in there, there's people that pat you on the back too. Yeah, people um, you blowing your head up. You desire the ball tickle so much that you'll deal with the kick in the balls. Is that really what it is? Because otherwise, I can't figure out as why a, I would want to read. Yeah. Like, why would I want to read? That's why, I, honest to God, I don't know. I really don't know. And it's the truth. I don't know how gray my hair would be if I didn't dye it. That's a good one. And I don't know how much I'd really dabble in social media if I didn't need it for this show. And I agree. You're way more involved because you do a radio show. Way but, more involved. But, but I'm because I'm always cooking meatballs. I would like to. I would in like, my real life. I would in like, like real to, life aside from the show. I would like. I'm to not cooking meatballs. Argue it's fun to interact with our audience for sure. But is it 100 percent necessary for you to read through a Facebook fan page or 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 Twitter feedback or stuff like that? It's really not necessary we could talk on the radio and do it but you know what you want to be interactive because what if, uh, now you're you're conditioned to think that you're not good no, on radio or television it's like fomo though you're not good at in this business. point you don't want to miss out on something yeah but if, but you're you're brainwashed which is possibly true that you're not good at business you're not good at interacting you're not good at putting yourself out there tv radio anything unless you're interacting with your audience but i just think there's so much negative and positive that you, we all just accept rudeness just so that we could see some pats on the back. If you want to be the master, you're going to have to catch some bullets in your teeth. You know that, right? Yeah, I try not to. The negative doesn't bring me but down, though, as much as it's been bringing you the, down. Um, when, uh, what's, what's the city in Ontario that has the greatest strip clubs? Windsor. Windsor. Windsor, Ontario, hits us up on the text message, which makes a really good point. Yeah. You never know what people are going through. I got to admit, there are days when I'm probably in a in not a salty mood, but a sad mood. And if I see negative shit about me, I want to like unload because it, you know, it, it's hitting. You know, I happen to be in a vulnerable state, 
you know, I'm sure that same goes for the two of you. There are days where you're probably skipping around to your loo <laughs> that you're like, you see negative shit and you're like, who cares? And then I'm sure there are days you're maybe down a little bit. Yeah, and that right. goes for everybody. It's Not probably, even people with, with right. issues. People have bad days where they feel a little down. Yeah, it's all t- bad it comments a, a on those days. Thing. Yeah, there's a timing thing and definitely involved. Yeah, are going to hit you a little Sometimes bit Sometimes you don't care. Sometimes you're like, oh, okay. But, you you know, so it's like. <laughs> that's funny. It, but it really, you know, other people don't know that. Do you want to ex- express further, Rich? Because I think in this particular moment, things are hitting you harder. Not yeah. because you're down, but they are hitting you harder like than Rich. they're hitting me. I feel like I've gotten so much shit. I, I've, I've built a tougher exterior where lately things haven't been bothering me that much. No. And like I'm like, yeah, whatever. But like I'll read feedback every day. I've been made and fun of my whole life. No, but there's certain people that I constantly think to myself, why don't I block them? Why do I, like, why do I, because essentially allowing someone, this sounds ridiculous, but allowing someone into your, I guess you would say, your feed, oh, your feed of life is like, in real life, you would never, ever. What do you, people that let negative people stay around them? That's fool. That's like foolish behavior. You would never do that. You tell people. What do you always tell people? Eliminate the negative around all, you. Here's the, here's the problem too. If you surround yourself with yes people that tell you everything you do is incredible, then you're never gonna. There's improve. no more yang to the yin. No, but, but, but it's not. But, but it's not about. You're never it's gonna not, improve. It's not. No, no. Disagree. Disagree. You don't need yes people. You need positivity around you. Negative people. Negative people will never make, improve you. <laughs> negative people make Yobi leave the, the, the social yeah, but media why, like, group. What, what, is neg- what is negative people make you improve? If someone goes, Spot, you're a fucking uh, piece of shit, lazy producer, like, be- beat it. How is that improving it you? It makes me want to prove this guy wrong. Really? That's, do you think that's how you take it? That's not true. Makes me want to. You don't. Well, this guy I, wrong. Ba- that type of I'm behavior gonna, gonna has brought guy over. has brought greatness out in a lot of people. So he's right. It doesn't need to be that upfront and harsh, but there's a lot of truth in, with in, more, in with reality more, to what Spot's saying. But with mm-hmm. more and more accessibility of social media, which is what we're talking about here, it is going to be more upfront and harsh because it's going to people. These people are going to have more access to you. If you if you were an actor, yes, which I am. The actor? If you were an actor and you put out a movie, what that? It's, it's why would huge, that? Per- why, why would that person read the reviews? They already did their part. They can't change their performance. It's been filmed. It's been cut. It's Jake's been edited. Cool. It's in the theater. All they're doing is just. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Like I, I heard Dana Carvey talking about that recently. He's like, he doesn't watch this stuff. He doesn't. He just doesn't even do it after that. Does his job, and I, I never understood that because I. I I like watching things to get better and to learn from them. But uh, again, like you said, when the, the bad outweighs the good, then where is the point? Uh, it, it's a matter of how you're affected by the bad. Spot's right. There's two ways you could be affected by the bad. You could uh, say, oh, man, that stinks. Or you could say, all right, well, fuck that puto, and it could fire you up. So, it, it, all right, I'll give you another analogy. Everybody gets nervous energy. It's a matter of how you apply it. Do you thrive on it? Or do you let it crumble you? And it's the same I thing. I let it crumble me. <laughs> no, like, and I hate nervous energy, but I honestly thrive on it. I know it's, it means I'm feeling alive and I'm about to bring some shit and I'm going to have some fun. But I hate the feeling. But that feeling could also deter someone from pushing forward and it, it can make them crumble, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that often. Like, oh, man, I hate that feeling. The same thing with negative comments and, and negativity. 
You could let it hurt you and upset you and may and ruin your day, which it happens to everybody. But you could also, like Spot said, use it to motivate you. No, no, and that, that, that should never be, no, no, that no, should never a, be the sole motivation. No, so easy. But believe you no, me, I, a, I use that shit to motivate me a lot. A, a no, I think you're, you're making something. There's no in between. My thought is so easy. I'm not. My, I'm just my, saying there's two. There's a there's a positive positive here. My thought is. There's no good that comes from negative. Spock is there. What will motivate you? If some, if but some that's guy, good. let's say, uh, I don't know, Ryan Reynolds is in a movie with, uh, I don't know, whoever. Ryan Reynolds is in a movie with Sam Jackson, which was a good movie. What movie is that, Jake, that we watched? Hitman's oh, Hitman's Body. Yeah. So I mean, was a good movie. what good is it? If Samuel some, Jackson, the beer guy or the, the actor? The actor. If someone's critiquing that movie, being like, what? "That was a big pile of <laughs> shit," Ryan Reynolds. Uh... You know, you don't remember Dave Chappelle did Samuel Jackson's instead of Sam Adams. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. If someone critiques that movie and just says it's a hunk of shit, right. what is that? What is it? Why would? Did you see what Forbes said about Eminem's new album? Oh, what was the headline? Oh, I re- oh, what I read it. Hang so on. that's what I'm saying. You take that. Believe me. Believe you me. A lot of my it's motivation like, comes from clunky, a, a deep-rooted <sighs> fuck you. To a lot of people in my life, or then there's a part of me that that there's a then there's a part of me that thinks, "Ooh, you know what? If I have all these people so angry, then maybe that's a good thing." Yeah, like, like, all right. like it's Eminem, almost like Eminem puts out a new album, right? Because he has creative juices flowing. He drops this kamikaze thing. He does it for his fans. And Forbes says, first listen, Eminem's clunky kamikaze is a fitting end." To rap's underwhelming summer. But look who I, my so first thought here was. Here he is, put, throwing his heart out there, trying to provide something for his fans, mm-hmm. hoping that people like it. Who and he put probably he put a lot of heart and effort into <laughs> this. I'm saying it blows. And who look who writes it? Spot. Click on the writer, Brian Rowley. <laughs> yeah. Some pencil neck little dweebus. That guy. That guy With is a fucking lame shirt. He covers on. the music industry for Forbes. Yeah, well, he's a fucking nerd. But anyway, that, and that's my opinion. So I hope my opinion affects him the way I might have affected uh, Eminem. You think that's impressive? Covers the music world for Forbes? I mean, hey, Forbes is a well-respected uh, publication. You work for the number one subscription music service in the world. By the way, he's just a contributor. I know. No, he's one, a res- con- no one respects my music. But what I'm saying is but like, still, I mean, this guy this guy's telling Eminem he's no good? Yeah. But that's the, that's the attitude you need to have. Eminem is supposed to care about this guy. guy. This, this, this millennial dweebus with a, with his arms folded and his little headshot is telling Marshall Mathers. But that's how I feel when I hear Jalen Ramsey talking about Rob Gronkowski, you know, and things like that. It's like Rob Gronkowski at the end of the day, without being a pompous jerk off, can be like, "Come talk to me, dude, when you got these championships." You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's weight to that. So that's why you need to be the bigger person. They say bigger, and, and ignore that stuff. You know, if you're happy doing what you do at the end of the day, at the beginning, middle and end of the day, these things shouldn't bother you. The only time it should bother you is when they catch you at that moment that Spot spoke of before. Because nobody's immune to that moment where you just, you're having a bit of a moment and then you read some I, shit like that. You know, my, like, oh man, they got what me. What was it? Oh, I, I, remember, timing. I remember one of my, one of my, and I say favorite in a, and by the way, how do you tie this in? I'm only asking out of curiosity. How yeah. do you tie this into... Our pal leaving the the group and everything. Like you, you think they I'm, just the, it's the hate and the, the. Well, they broke his spirit. They broke his spirit. <laughs> well, and that's what the internet will do. I know. Okay. Um, Got it. But it, it was really about Yobi Joey. It was it, it just more a general thought. And by the way, um, this ties into how anyone could be broken, right? You see celebrities that 
will lose it and finally like throw a camera guy's camera down on the ground. How do you? Of course, you can understand that. When some guy finally take, takes a paparazzi's camera and throws it on the ground. Or what about that one time when some guy followed Jonah Hill around for hours, mocking him, and then Jonah Hill finally was like, listen. And what, he called him like a fag and punched him and yeah. pushed him. And had then to pe- apologize. And then he had to go on a, like a gay apology tour. Meanwhile, Jonah Hill donates to like, uh, you know, a bunch of groups that deal with the gay community. And he had to go apologize because some guy harassed him for hours and hours. So, Well, the thing with the internet, too, is you want everyone to think your way is the right way and you want everyone to agree with you. And like I said, it's just the world is not built that way. For everyone to agree and to get along. So what you need to do is go back to what you said earlier, is accept that people are always, no matter how hard you try, going to have different views and takes on things. And guess what? That's okay. Because without those opposing views, you get no flow, no momentum, no yin, no yang. You need that. Spot's right. But then, can you go with the mentality? Is this the f- is this uh, spot? You'll be the f- you'll be for every it. action. There's an equal and opposite reaction. That's how things work. Oh, so science. No, it's true. So if everyone agreed all the time, you're right. Things would not flow. Let it flow. Let yourself go. Donnie, Donnie in Pennsylvania is on the show. What's up, Donnie? Hey, fellas. Hey. Um, about a year or so ago, I always kept my uh, smartphone in my right rear pocket. And funny, uh, I turned to go to the restroom, of course, and as I pulled my pants down, this phone dropped out of his pocket right into this toilet. I winged into it real fast. I grabbed it, hoping it was enough. But a few hours later, it went nuts, and it was done. So I was without a phone for about three days. When I got the new one, I didn't even think about putting Facebook back on there, man. It was such, it was so freaking, such a relief, and just everything was... Dude, it's like the old Corona commercial. Remember, like, that commercial seems almost impossible Wait, now. What, is that the they, one? They take the, the phone, they throw it into the ocean, and oh. they relax and enjoy mm-hmm. life, and it's liberating. Wait, it wasn't the one where the guys were house-sitting, and then there was no water in the pool? No, that was Schmidt's Gay. Oh, sorry. That was a Schmidt's R- Gay commercial. Wrong, wrong one. Schmidt's Gay. And then the guys came out of the water in the pool. No, no different one. Me. But, Donnie, I, I, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. Like, you need a mental break from that. You need a vacation from that, the, the, the ups and downs and the heaviness that social media brings. And, and I think it affects everybody. It's exhausting. That, Charlie. But what, you, but what do you do? Well, Thanks, Donnie. I was going to say, yeah, what do you do when you're on vacation? That's when you spend your most time on social media. Getting just the right shot of the ocean with your uh, toes. I'm guilty. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fine. You're, 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 getting, um, you're getting sunset photos of your beard glimmering. I know. I want to show people my gloriousness. Hey, Charlie. What's up, Austin? Being an underdog. Hey. Hi, guys. What's up? Not a, hey, uh, Mexican word of the day. Plain. You guys suck. Nah, just plain. <laughs> anyway, uh, don't suck. <laughs> that sort of tied everything in perfectly dumb. Thank I you. love it. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. Is so, that it? So don't, put things, so, so don't put things out there if you, if you don't want it to get dumped on, you know? That's another thing. Yeah. You know, that is. that. There's... Look, if I throw a picture of my daughter out there, right, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, oh, look, it's her first day of school. Look how cute she is. And I'm putting it out there publicly, and then someone else says, hey, look, she's not that cute. Whatever, loser, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be mad at that guy because he sort of crossed the line, you know, this this magical line that we've created, this invisible line. But at the same time, you're putting it out there. 
and and there's some accountability that you need to take. With now, great it's power about, comes great responsibility. Yeah, and I'm not saying that the accountability outweighs the hurt you may feel, but you gotta definitely take that accountability. I try to all the time because I read things. I'm like, you know, look, I I make my life public. I'm gonna have to deal with certain things, and yeah. and I and I have to try to take that accountability. Yeah. And, and find that balance. And, and we all do, and it's tough. The best of Govino and Rich is on Faction Talk. This morning, Spot calls us up and tells us, guys, I'm not coming in today. Yeah, I have a, I have a, you guys said I have a lot. I, he said I have a lot to think about. But then, no, stop it. <laughs> but then, you know, Rich gets into the studio and he's like, I can't believe how shitty people are. People are disheartening and people stink. And then I get on the air and I say the same thing and I'm the like mean guy. Oh, I said I didn't say people. You did. I said there's You said pet owners. I what is wrong so with people? Many, I said there's so many people that I know that uh in, in, in my past life, my my ex Kristen when I lived on the East Coast, I remember she worked Hello, a lot. Hello, my pal Kristen. Hello. Your pal, yeah. Your pal. My yeah, pal. your pal. <laughs> She worked with uh, a lot of dog rescues and was a dog groomer, and I was all wrapped up in that world. And I remember always just being disheartened by how many shitty pet owners there are. But you know, you forget about it. You know, yeah, I mean, hey, I know. Close in my own life, I've witnessed crappy pet owners, and I, and there's really no excuse for it. Um, I think it's if you're going to take the responsibility of a pet, people, it just it, shows it's that, just that. It, it just you, shows you've that taken on a responsibility. It just shows how. People are so irresponsible. That was remember in the beginning Which when you means said they what suck. I suppose they stink. But I see our friend Jen, who her and her girlfriends do a lot of volunteering at uh, I guess you would say a lot of the animal rescues out here in L.A. And there are people. So many people. Of course, there's going to be dogs and cats that need to be rescued because of what Cavino. Maybe their owner dies. There was a, you know, there was something, something went wrong, and they need a new home. But if you knew the magnitude, I mean, sometimes if, if you in, know, in, in, in people's defense, your dog will have dogs that you don't know what to do with. Well, no, right? that's why you spayed or neutered your dog. I you don't have, you have a puppies, fucking vibe. puppies do happen no, from time to time, or no, they how? end up because they end. Hey, dude, my dad ended up with a bunch of fucking kittens. He didn't ask for them. Irresponsible. Him. No, because guess what? The cat was never his cat to begin with. It's All right, just then neighborhood it's not his cat. cats. All right, so it's a neighborhood cat? No, but I'm Fine. saying sometimes you end up with fucking no, animals. No, you don't. You don't. Okay, so I'm making up my story then. I, did your dad, did your there dad. was a neighborhood cat named I, Muffinhead. I, it was never my dad's cat. I have a question. It had so, kittens. So and guess, what the cat, guess what Muffinhead did? Brought all the kittens to my dad. But that's not your dad's cat. I know, but you, sometimes you, people end had, up with animals and they don't know what to do with them. If you had a cat in your house, it wouldn't be able to have kittens. And where would it be around the male cat? to have, like? But my point was, sometimes you end up with fucking kittens or puppies Jake's, and you got to do something. Jake's giving me a look like, I agree. Like, how? I, what do you I mean how? I, just, how? I just told you how. All right, so you get There's a, dog, a neighborhood right? cat. All right, so you get a dog. <laughs> like that, that that neighbor, that's a neighborhood cat. Yeah, You're saying that it lives outdoors. To, no, but it belongs to... Nobody. Okay, so it's a, okay. it's a wild animal. Right. And it I'm has saying, kittens, no, and it brings no, them, and they live it. in front of my parents' house. So Fair what do enough. they do? They have to bring them If somewhere. you want to have your own conversation, we'll, we'll keep with this. That's oh, no well, one's pet. I got you, yeah. I'm saying a pet. If Jake has a dog. If Jake has a dog. It's okay. not going to have puppies. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I got you. Because you're taking care of it. It's because not fine. Because you, you, neuter yeah. or, you get yeah. it neutered or spayed, or 
And, and if you don't, you, it, is it going to be around other dogs fucking? In Jake's house? No. Or when Jake not. takes it for a walk? No. So you don't just accidentally have, you know, there's people that try to. Uh, I was just giving you an exception. Sometimes, you know, animals have babies. Cats, That's cats all. are more of an exception because cats do tend to roam. Yeah, a and, more. and sometimes, an sometimes right. people have outdoor pets. Didn't exactly. want to but then that's you. also. I don't think dogs roam you don't just have, outdoors. No, you don't have outdoor roaming pets that are uh, not neutered or spayed. Right. That's that. First of all, that's like irresponsibly pet owner, irresponsible pet owner. Like, come on, we have to listen to Bob Barker. I mean, you know? if there was ever a message sent by that's that guy. It. So, there's there's people. Get this. I, I learned this. There's people that give their pet back because the the novelty of like having a puppy is over. And get this, do you know the new trend? A lot of people don't want to adopt brown or black dogs because they don't photo well for Instagram. That is a actual statement I heard people say. Overheard LA. Overheard LA. <laughs> I heard I heard someone say that a lot of dogs people don't want people don't want Darker colored dogs that they're not as cute on Instagram. That's the younger generation. That's the people you hate. You're allowed to hate those people. I like everybody. My new outlook on life. As Billy Madison once said. Only because I don't want to get yelled at by you. I love everyone. As Billy Madison once said. You have a pet. You have a responsibility. It's true. It is. It's like having a kid. You know, I mean, you're going to take on this, this pet because it fulfills you in some weird way. Then you... Should take care of this pet. So, and, and by the way, I know I probably sound like a hypocrite because I've been the owner of dogs, but by default, I've never purchased or got a dog that I wanted for me personally. You never, for Steve you, never you never bought a dog. You nope. never adopted a dog. Never. You never uh, rescued I just did a dog. my best to help other yeah. people you, raise you, dogs, you and I and I am allergic to animals, and therefore was never really emotionally uh, attached a way one should be to their pet. And I agree with you a thousand percent. There's people, though, that he, the, the fact that there's people that just take their dog and drop it off somewhere because, the, the, do you know the reasons a lot of these people drop their, hey, uh, yeah, it's it's too tough to take care of this pet. I think it's a great sign of one's character, man. Not only not only is it too tough to take care of this pet, you know what another great sign of someone's character is? Someone is like, oh, yeah, I moved, and the new place I moved, they don't allow pets. The fact that that person would be open to moving somewhere where they couldn't bring their pet and they thought the better option was just to dump off the pet that they adopted or or got. Yeah, or I, I saw some guy post a video recently. He said he made a trip to a junkyard and it changed his life forever because he realized how many fucking random dogs were just there chilling and puppies that were there to left to die. And, you know, he well, started rescuing animals as a result. Chris, uh, Chris Terrio, who's a, who's, a, who's a mailman. Said, I deliver mail that in the, the shitty, riot. he goes, I deliver mail in shitty rural parts of town, and I see the saddest, worst dog treatment ever. Bunch of starving, chained up dogs. People are awful. So here's why Spot's not in today. So, much like all these other stories of people just saying, ah, you know, I, I, you know, you know the responsibility where I, I got the puppy, yeah, I don't want the dog anymore because uh, it's... Uh, a lot of work, or uh, I don't like it anymore. It got big, or uh, this puppy's not cute for Instagram anymore, or all these reasons. Oh that, my God, pizza chips, dude. God, God, these awful. are not acceptable reasons or answers, but they're still answers and reasons. Well, when you when, these like, are uh, pieces of garbage like our, people. Our friends, like uh, 
Jen and her friend Rebecca and a bunch of those girls that, you know, hang out with us once, once in a while, Kavino. Those girls all, they volunteer to try to help find these dogs new homes. So, you mean like Vatos? Yeah, they try to find these dogs new Vatos. I know this guy Creeper who's looking for Yo, a dog. Oh, here's a dog, Creeper. Yeah, I found this dog Yo, new home. Yo, thanks, Holmes. I found the dog of Holmes. I, I know this guy, uh, Lil Smokey, he was looking, he's looking for one too. So, if you're trying to find some homes for these dogs. Here's where we're at. They got this adorable one-year-old dog who was just dropped off at the shelter because the family was like, "Yeah, you know what? We're gonna we're we're having we we're having a kid, so we decided it's a too much to have a kid and a dog." Which is okay. A- all right, but let me ask you for argument's sake, okay? No, it's no. terrible. No, no, okay. no. Let's let's hear. Me, hear me out. All right, what happens? Because this has happened. Mm-hmm. In my lifetime, not okay. in my adult life, in my lifetime, where you take on a dog and you realize that, yo, it's just not vibing. Like, it's not, this dog's not happy here. We we can't take care of this dog the way it should be taken care of. Then what do you do? Is there a time limit? Like, you, let's say you had this dog for three months and it's like a fucking nightmare. Then what do you do? I'm saying for argument's sake. I mean, I... Because there's got to be moments where it's just you, like, I, think, what, I, I, I realized think, I can't handle I it. I think at that point, it's... Your job as an individual, oh, to, to make sure find, it has to a... find this dog okay. a home. Like, fair enough. Yeah. Hey, listen, um, this dog's not vibing with me. Friends, family, coworkers. So you're hey, okay with have... that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Me too. Yeah. But but to say, hey, I'm gonna dump this dog off at a shelter. Hey, if they eventually have to kill it, they eventually have to kill it. Ah, not my problem anymore. Got it. Got it. That's okay. Scumbag behavior. It is. <laughs> Apparently, there's this adorable puppy who was who was adopted. Yeah, who was uh, rescued, and the 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 family goes, uh, oh, you know, we decided, uh, we decided we're jerk offs. We decided we're we're uh, the jerk off family. We're the pizza. Oh, we're the we're the, uh, the pizza chips. We're the shitaros. We're the shittiest. We're, we're the we're the shit bags. I'm 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 Frank. This is Maria. We're, we're the shit skis. We're, we're the we're the shit skis. We're the we're the we're the. I mean, the worst people ever. Are like, yeah, we just uh, yep, dumping off this dog at the shelter. Man, we don't want it anymore. I think we're we're gonna we're we're she, my 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 girl's pregnant. We're uh, we're gonna just get rid of our dog. Spot decided to be a, a spot decided to foster a dog. And so yesterday, Spot picks up this dog, and or they drop the dog off for Spot, and him and his wife are gonna watch this dog for a few weeks while they find the dog a new home. Spot decided he is going to be. A foster, a foster home for a puppy. And everything was perfect until this morning. The way he was posting pictures about it, which you could see on his Instagram, at Spot Center. Uh, know what it had written all over it? Yeah. Foster was, fail. Yeah, that he was know what a falling foster, for. Know what a foster yeah, fail is? Yeah, he was falling is? for the dog. A foster fail is when you fall in love with the dog and you're not fostering anymore. It becomes your dog. I thought that was happening too. That's it. And I think for... I actually thought that was going to happen until this morning when Spot went to crate the dog to come to work because it's a puppy, and it was howling nonstop and yelping, yelping. And Spot's building is iffy. I think Spot's I wonder what building, it was yelping about. Like, what type of reviews? Did yeah, it get I know. Like, you know. How many stars do you think it gave uh, Chipotle on Ventura? <laughs> oh, yeah, not 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 good. But Spot's new dog that he's fostering. Spot's building is like. 
technically not allowed to have dogs, but there's a few people that have dogs that are like, essentially, if the dog is quiet or little or chill, it seems like Spots Building is cool. That you, you know, that there's always that gay dude outside Spots Place that has like the two little Chihuahuas. He looks like his name should be Fernando. Hello. Oh, Damo. No, Damo or Fernando. So I know there's there's dogs in Spots Building, but if they're like quiet little chihuahuas or I know there's one big dog that looks like it's you know 15 years old like how do you do this dog just can't be yelping all day it's a red flag so Spot had to stay home today because the minute he put this dog in the crate he said for a half hour straight the dog was like so you realize he had a problem on his hand he couldn't if he left his dog in the crate all day the building would absolutely have came to him today being like, we know our dog policy, and he would have got in trouble. Right. So he called the like, guys, I can't make it in today. If, I'm going to have to figure this out. If he left the dog out, he's like, yo, I just got this dog yesterday. I'm not leaving this dog out about in my apartment. Well, he did say, I would have left it out if it wasn't going to pee everywhere. Yeah, it's a new, it's a yeah. new, t- it doesn't know the terrain yet. It's a puppy. So that's why Spot is not here today. Not that anyone thought there was a new spot controversy. Just he is fostering a dog that he thought was going to be easy breezy. But day one, I think he's going to have to. When you uh, see people making these choices all the time, don't you wonder where their good friends are or the good people in their life are to tell them that this isn't how things are supposed to work? You know, I've made plenty of bad decisions in my life. But I often wonder, well, where were the people along the way that tried to stop them from doing these things? Isn't that what friends and people around you are for? Like, for example, sometimes I understand why people do such terrible things. And here's why. Because no one in their life is telling them otherwise. It's like people in Hollywood. They're surrounded by so many yes people yep. that they're, they're so free to turn themselves into weird-looking Martian people. And, oh, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, what you did to it's, your nose, it looks fantastic. It's, uh, oh, by the way, that new cat look thing you got going on with your face, uh, thumbs up. You look great. Well, you know, it's a, it goes to Where a Where are it the goes people to, that are telling, you're right. are holding their friends accountable? That's what I don't understand about there, life. There is a new, There, there's a bigger story than what you're saying. You're absolutely right. This, this goes beyond people being shitty dog owners. DMX. No one's taking accountability on on like just being uh, uh, an an honorable person and civilian. If you see your friend uh, being a piece of shit, uh, you know maybe they're not a piece of shit. It's just no one's telling them, hey, that's kind of a piece of shit decision. You probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. And then maybe they're like, oh, you know what? I didn't look at it that way. You know. I, I see so many people that I wish I didn't know making really shitty decisions. But you know what? In their defense, no one's telling them otherwise. They've surrounded themselves with people that would never tell them that they're doing something shitty. You know what I mean? There's Spot. There goes my hero. But now Spot's got to uh, Spot's got to figure out what he's going to do now because... You know, he's just being a good guy trying to foster a dog, but he can't be having a dog in his building. Because, you know, I so that's what he's got to try to figure out today. But, you know, not, they're not trying to depress you, Chicago, but you're right. There is uh, I sp- I thought some, spot- people, some people are a piece of shit. This guy says, I have three dogs, three kids, and the fact that people abandoned not only animals, but the fact that people abandoned the kids. Don't get me started. I, t- I, I almost want to, you know how you always want to take your daughter's phone away because she's on her phone? Yeah. I want to take my wife's phone away. Like, a, like I want to act like a parent. My wife gets emotional 
watching videos and she's like, why, like, why do people, why are there hungry kids out there? Why do people hurt their kids? Why do people hurt their pets? Well, guess what? If because- they had people in their life that turned their back or told them when they were wrong, they might think twice about it. I think there's, there's a lot of people out there who surround themselves with, again, yes, people that allows them to make these terrible decisions. It's almost like the terrible things they do are are what's the word I'm thinking of validated? Yeah, they're, well they're they're they're, they're maybe not validated, but they're not resisted at all at all. Like people can be assholes and no one no one seems to care. And po- and by the way, a lot of problems in my life came from me being the one saying, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't do." Yeah, this. maybe this isn't. I don't know about that. But if I'm the only guy being the the person of la resistance, mm-hmm. I'm the jerk off. You know what I mean? If you get a dog. The truth is, if you get a dog, it's the same way that it's the same way. Oh, listen, because I I am a reasonable person. I value human life primarily. That's why but you're a big fan of Foster the People, not I, necessarily the pit bulls. I am a huge fan of Foster the People. <laughs> right, because um, you're a people no, person. But I, but but I, I think it's the same concept on a lesser level, though. The people that have all these kids that have no ability to take care of them or watch them, or these people that are in terrible situations yet continue to pump out children it's this it's cut from the same scumbag cloth of people that adopt pets or rescue pets or buy pets or whatever however you get your pet it's that type of person that then says oh yeah you know i took on this responsibility but i decided i'm a piece of shit now so i'm not gonna follow through with it and it's just upsetting and it you know you know it's a nice move of spot to watch this dog, I get it. It's it's a good, it's a nice, it's a nice thing to do. I don't know if he had any other option, to be honest. Right, his wife had to go to work. He had a, yeah, was, um, um, yeah. You know, what was he gonna do? Leave the dog there, uh, giving bad Yelp reviews all day, barking <laughs> in the crate, and actually, spots on. So I say what I say. Oh, really? Yeah. What's up, spot? Hey, spot. Bad Yelp reviews. <laughs> you said it was That's yelping. Funny. It was yelping all morning. It was. It wouldn't stop. Hey, Spot. It was, uh, it was tearing up. It was tearing up the Sherman Oaks neighborhood on Yelp. Hey, Spot. Were you? Uh, are you amazed talking to our friend Jen and and Rebecca and those girls that work with the dog rescue? How shitty so many people are. Oh yeah. I mean. Uh, hey, we don't want a dog. Know, we don't, we, many, we don't, we don't want our many... dog anymore. Sorry, just take it. Yeah, come on. Yeah, there. I mean, there are many circumstances involved with not being able to take care of a dog, and it's almost better. That you find in another home, rather than you know, let it waste away in your home. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, like this circumstance, I, you know what? I I wouldn't be surprised if this the owners of this dog were just like, yeah, we can't train it. We've had enough of it. Let's just give it back. Give him back a dog. Just seems like this. Like just I don't know. It's like a, it's a character thing, right? It's a dog, not a fucking. You know, VCR exactly. from 1987. That's it. It's not, That's a, it's really not a piece. It. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a phone. You can't bring it back to the and phone again, store. Again, we understand. Look, not to call out our own uh, kind. Mistakes happen. It's about making the the best of them. You know, not just Mexican? washing your hands of it, and and just just you know throwing it to the curb. So that's it, really. Uh, Spot. We understand. What's the, what's the dog up to now? It's just looking at you. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, uh, or she, she, uh, already, uh, peed in the house and pooped in the house, so, oh. now I mean, in its like, defense, oh. so did you. That's true, but at least I did it in a place where you can flush. Right. But it's like, I, I, the, the annoying thing, the annoying thing about her is that I, she 
hates going out. Like you have to drag her out or pick her up to hey, take her out. Hey, can I can I just play One, devil's advocate here? Should I be Keanu? Yeah, I'll be Keanu. Just for devil's advocate. I'll be Charlize I, Theron. No, because I don't have a Charlize Theron. You Since don't have we a Keanu. started, why would Spot take on a responsibility if he wasn't able to fulfill it? Like, he yeah, didn't know right. this was going to be a walk in the park, right? Did he think the, the dog was just going to fucking lay there all the whole time? Yeah, but I mean, like, these, well, are, I, these are unforeseen. I mean, like... But now, no, but I'm saying, let's say it wasn't Jen, right? Mm-hmm. He fostered this dog, and he's also returning it now because he can't deal with it. So, well, no, I'm I'm doing I'm doing a favor to a friend. I'm not I'm I'm not like signed up to be a dog foster. You're just person. watching it in the meantime. Like, yeah, I'm I, I you know this Jen needed. She said she's like, can you watch this dog for 36 hours? Okay, that is a commitment so, that, that I can I can get on board with. So then let's just make but, it clear for yeah. other people that may have speculated that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, but oh, yeah, yeah, Spock like, gonna leave for the day. For, yeah, yeah, I didn't sign up for a dog foster program, and I told her I'm like, oh, I have to go to work. Is the dog gonna be okay? She's like, yeah. And the dog, you know, Rich, Rich even said it, and I don't know if you described it, Rich, but, like, the dog was the most quiet, like, subdued dog. Oh, no. I, I, saw this so dog, I, I saw this dog yesterday, and I was like, yo, this dog is like the dog version of Spot. It was like fucking had yeah. a beard and everything. It had a beard. It just sat there, chilled, watching uh, Law & Order SVU. It wore loose boxer briefs. And it, yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 you know, like, for those that live in apartments, um, you know, when, when your lease says no dogs, Everybody knows that people still have dogs, but they have, like, small dogs that are quiet, that yeah. aren't barking, that aren't making a mess. So I figured, you know what, I can just have this dog. It'll be quiet. It'll just chill. But I can't have a dog in a no-dog apartment yelping and screaming and barking and crying the whole day while I'm out. Yo, sorry, dogs. So There's no I, dogs allowed. Yo, sorry. Sorry. Yo, man, why are you never let me inside? Dog. You know, it's uh, says no dogs allowed. Sorry, people dog. need to do their homework. That's from Nick in Portland. I agree. Because some people are like, oh, let's get a dog. I want to be. We're do-. They think they're dog people. They think they can handle it, and they can. It just it just goes with uh, Cavino's original theme today that everyone sucks. I'm trying to be positive, pants, but this is just just seeing the hearing the stories of people just being like, yeah, I don't want my dog anymore. Take it. As they say in the barrio, bro, because you know I live in the mean streets of the barrio. You're this crazy. is what I call disheartenings. Oh yeah, in the, bar, in the barrio, this would be this called the disheartening. disheartening. So we spot. we miss it today, spot, but we get why you're. Yeah, you how how big of a dog is it? I know. I feel. I I feel how, horrible. Yeah, I, it, I, it, it, it's a. Uh, it's pretty. I don't know how much is bigger. Is it like it's, a puppy? Puppy? Or? No, it's like it's like it's big. It's like a big dog. It's, it's okay. big. It's but it's like a. It's a young. It's like a year old. Yeah. around a year old. I I don't know what kind of dog it is. I'm sure it's a mix of something. It's a pound puppy. It's like. Uh, it is a town puppy. It's like a. It looks like a giant. It looks like a. Uh, looks like a giant wiener. Dog. It looks like a giant wiener dog with a pit bull face. It has cool feet. It has one yeah. black foot and one white foot. Yeah, it does. I saw it on Spot's Instagram at Spot Center. Right, so anyway, Spot, we understand. Yeah. What the fuck were you gonna do? I don't even know what your options were. I really like just to problem solve. For the sake of conversation, what the fuck was Spot supposed to do? I have no idea. Well, I was like, I would would even bring the dog to work. I, I don't know. I no, mean, I would not. No bring way, because it's not house. It's not housebroken. Yeah, it'd be shitting everywhere. No, what way. if I could shit on? Let it shit on. Let it shit on fucking Wizard John's desk. No, <laughs> he gets shit on enough. <laughs> All right, thank you, buddy. All right, Spot. That's our producer. He's not here, but Jake is here at eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. Pet owners stink, and uh, the positive was the snoot challenge. Which I'm a big fan of. If you want to check that out, I want to see some cute animals. One stuff. of the dogs we adopted a year ago was left on the side of the road in a crate on a hot day. What a piece of shit. 
people are assholes. That dog is now See? ours. That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. All right, that's that's why. Now, hopefully, it makes sense, everybody, as to why I started off the show saying people stink. For all things Covino and Rich, follow us at Covino and Rich on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Covino and Rich. For a look behind the velvet rope of interviews and more, much more on Faction Talk 103.